for visiting 32 Kings Road, hosted by the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. This is episode 11 of our 32 Kings Road. They haven't uh, kicked us off. I mean, it is the internet, so I guess they can't do anything about it, but we're still here. Episode 11, this is a reminder. Follow us everywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Snapchat. We're all over. Um, And uh, I'm happy to be here today. Let's get going with the roll call. Uh, Today on our show, we're going to conclude our NFL International Series preview uh, with the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, This weekend will be the last a game uh, that the NFL will have over in the UK at Wembley Stadium. Uh, so we will preview that game. We'll also conclude our historical piece as far as those teams. We'll make some recommendations for week eight. Uh, roll call. Ambassador Joe, Coach Joe, what you sipping on, brother? Oh, hmm. what I'm sipping <laughs> on is uh, uh, that guy that, um... okay, let me, let me say this. Last year. Mm-hmm. It was two people that retired. Okay. Okay. Who were the two people that retired last From year? What? From any sport. What was the two biggest people that retired last year? Peyton uh, and Kobe. Who? Say it Peyton again. Peyton and Kobe. Peyton and Kobe. Okay. Well, uh, let's not forget about two that didn't, that people don't talk about. What? KG Marshawn. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Megatron. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. <laughs> That's who I'm sipping on. Okay. Because last year he did numbers for me in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I need uh, a receiver badly. <laughs> so, yes, let's, let, let's. And I'm looking, I'm like, why did he have to retire? He was tired of that I trash. I can use him right now. And I just want to touch real quick. I'm just going to throw stuff. And I'm going to say, I want y'all to say Hall of Fame or not. Okay. This is a guy. You talking about Megatron? I'm talking about Megatron. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Played for nine years, mm-hmm. right? Was on a team that went 0 16, the only team ever in the NFL, right? <laughs> um, made the play, only played in two playoff games. Okay. Okay. And didn't win not one. Yeah. You know, 50 and 90 regular season. Um, and he retired a, a year earlier than Barry Sanders retired. Which goes to show you. What about about Detroit? Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So you know, and, and and I watched something on him, and and they asked him, "Well, why'd you why'd you just leave the league?" And he said, every year he was struggling to stay ready to go. And he it had became a he came to a point where it was it was a job. Yeah, he didn't it, he loved it, but he was injecting himself with drugs just to stay alive. Yeah, to be able to play, Just you know, freaking nature. Because he was a big dude, it was a lot of a lot of things to hit. <laughs> and so them fingers was getting worn out too. Fingers was getting worn out. I mean, he played in 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 nine season. He had uh, ankle, knee, Achilles, shoulder, thumb, groin, quadriceps, thighs, hands, foot, back, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so you know. And the biggest thing he was scared of was the concussion. You know, he, he said he can't even recount how many concussions he had. And, they, and the crazy thing about it was, and I'm going to leave this and, and, and jump off the ship, is all those injuries I said he had in nine years, not one said he had a concussion. NFL never registered him for a concussion. And he said he knows for a fact that he had a couple of them. Well, you can't be a football player and not have a concussion. Yeah, true. 
You can't. Junior Blue, what you sipping on, baby? I'm sipping on the $72 million mistake. (laughs) 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 Texans fan is starting to go fund me to help pay off Brock Osweiler's contract. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I sent five dollars, <laughs> and, and I'm not even a Texans fan. And I'm sure Deion, uh, Hopkins is ready to put a whole lot more Man. on it. Because with he Hoyer trade back with Brian, Hoyer, Mallet, Yates, Whedon, he put up numbers last year. This year, nothing, and he's on my fantasy squad. So I do understand. <laughs> Redo, what you sipping on? I am sipping on life after Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yes Talk about it man Yes sir mm. So you know Ooh. Our first game was yesterday Stop hating These haters First game was yesterday and It's just different It's just different It is It's fun It was fun again It's It was fun. like Oh wait This is why I like basketball This is why I'm a Laker fan It was awesome They were having fun It wasn't depressing It wasn't <laughs> Oh my god Byron Scott <laughs> and you know y'all are going to lose the next 10, right? Hey, too bad we can't tell him uh, Byron's uh, nickname. Yeah, right. I almost, <laughs> I almost, I almost said it. it. <laughs> that's, why, that's why there was a pause. Is it, that, said it. Is that LFB? Yeah. yeah. That's LFB. Yeah. Yeah. We want to talk about yeah, who, yeah. who gave him that name. Let's move on. <laughs> Kitty kid. So, uh, you know, we're 12 and 3 with these teases. Let's just get right to it. Uh, the Jets are favored to beat the Browns uh, by two and a half on the road. Uh, tease that seven so that they can actually lose, and you'll still win. They'll lose by five and a half. Tease that down seven. Uh, the Patriots are favored to beat the Bills by six and a half on the road. Tease that down so they can lose by one point, and you'll still win. And then finally... Um, I like the over in the Raiders and the Buccaneers. Mm. Uh, the line is 49 and a half. Tease that down to 42 and a half. They, by more than 42 points, are scored uh, for the Raiders and the Buccaneers, uh, and you'll win. So the Raiders, Buccaneers over. Patriots, tease that line down seven. And then the Jets, tease that line down to seven. Uh, put $100 down and thank the league ambassadors. You concur with that over left? I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going up. There's a lot of points in that game. No, it's going to be fun, that game. Uh, Devin. What you sipping on, brother? Huh. My brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm sipping that on. That sounds like a heart to heart. It was yeah. loaded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Black Fist Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sipping on the fact that this past weekend, Medea um, Boo Halloween <laughs> opened to 28.5 million in the mm-hmm. opening weekend. Conversely, this same month, with everything that's been going on, uh, a birth of a nation opened with only seven million. For provide some context, explain who Medea is. Uh, Tyler Perry and Drag. He's got about thirty movies. He's, he's worth over a billion dollars. He's worth because a, he, he's a great drag impersonator. Yeah, but it's fine. He books, plays, all that. He's you got can, it on lock. You got to, but you know what? You got to give him some respect. I, he came I from am, the bottom. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm Nobody a, was disrespecting him. I'm, I'm going to give him his due. <laughs> you were. No, I wasn't. So He's but, worth a billion dollars for dressing in drag. That is not disrespect. That's truth. It's real. So, all right. So Not uh, just for drag. So let me, let, let me get to my point, please, fellas. So uh, it, on, it only opened with $7 million the first opening weekend. <laughs> Hurt your feelings, huh? I'm listening, Devin. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so this film had unprecedented praise in Cannes. 
Cannes Film Festival. Um, it had one of the biggest bidding wars ever. Uh, it, you know, they raised $17.5 million to get this made. Had Oscar aspirations afterwards. But all that talk stopped. Basically, there, were, uh, there was some news that came up. It was an allegation that Parker was having, uh, uh, he had sex with a date when he was in college, when he was 19. Uh, they, she was drunk. He was, he was drinking, and he signaled one of his homeboys to come in, and they basically ran a train. Um, so he was acquitted of all charges. Um, it resurfaced this August, and it brought a lot of uh, attention out because now the victim, uh, you know, that, that story was told, and the victim committed suicide in 2012. So full disclosure, I've actually seen hmm. A Birth of a Nation. Thought it was fantastic. I haven't seen Medea's Halloween movie. Why and not? How, how old just, is he? Is uh, he's thirty six? Okay, so nineteen thirty six. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I it's just not my cup of tea. Can't knock his hustle. He, you know, he gets his bread. You know, but it's just not my cup of tea. Never really found that um, interesting. Now, Medea was the number one movie this week. It actually beat out uh, a Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise movie, even though it was in fifteen hundred less theaters. Conversely. When A Birth of a Nation came out, it was only in 1,500 theaters. Hmm. So Tyler Perry has said that that figure would have been higher, but he doesn't get a lot of uh, showing in white neighborhoods. Most of his viewings come from black neighborhoods. So basically, this movie did all that within the black community. And a lot of black people had a lot of uh, bad, I guess, v- uh, views on the movie before it even, um, you know, once it dropped. And I saw the movie myself and I thought it was kind of nitpicking and I thought it was... Are we it, talking about Birth of a Nation? Talking about Birth okay. of a Nation, yeah. Um, so they criticized it. And I, I, my, my question to you guys is, are we really that sleep as a people to not support a film like that that, was, uh, that needed to be told? Or do you think it was that uh, 17-year-old rape case or allegation that came up that stopped that? The story, or what needed to be told, is the story of Nat Turner, who was a slave who rebelled against his masters and and led a a small uprising uh, in American history. Where they murdered 60 people. Slave masters. Right. So your your question, Dev, is? Well, was was that because of... Well, my question is to more of... In the black community, we supported a film to the utmost potential, giving it like the highest opening of, of, of that weekend. But a movie that's kind of important, we did not. Okay, so the uh, there's a confluence of events that happened. Um, one, we know when there is a track record of certain movies coming out, a la Michael Max, a la... Um, the hurricane, um, where they were Oscar worthy, there are there are these misinformation. Um, what's the word I'm looking? What are, what are you, uh, campaigns? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's there's to 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 go against the movie. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X. There was no way in the world that shouldn't have been his first Oscar. Right. Um, the for leading, he got one for glory, but hurricane. Well, that's the only one that counts to right. me, uh, and that's the only one that counted to him. Hurricane should have been his second Oscar, mm. but there was a major campaign against it, saying 
when they start talking about nitpicking stuff, saying this wasn't accurate, this which right. has nothing to do with the movie, right? And his acting. Well, that's how I felt about it. So, but when we're talking about Birth of a Nation, it's about when I say confluence, there's these things that came together that just just one. They brought up an eighteen-year-old rape allegation, but it's still a rape allegation mm-hmm. that he didn't handle correctly. When I say handle correctly, was when he was in front of the press, he he act like there was no situ, nothing. He did nothing wrong, and that's fine. You didn't do anything wrong, but he was he was almost arrogant to the point where it turned people off, especially mm-hmm. in this culture now where we got Donald Trump talking about this stuff and we got all this stuff going on. Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody is trying to hear that. So all like women aren't. Uh, I talked to my sister about it, and she was like, "I'm not watching that." Mainly because I'm going to believe her before I believe him because there's a lot of men who rape women and they get away with it because it's he said, she said. All right, but there's a lot of times in our community where that's not the case. And we I do get, get that, that so. but you got to look at it from a woman's point of view. No, yeah, I get that. I'm, so I'm, I'm not absolving And that's that. why I brought it up because I was I was talking about from a woman's point of view. Right. He didn't disappear. He tried to he tried to put, put, put his chest out there right. when he could have just let the project speak for itself. Right. And he there was a game to be played that he refused to play and it, it in in the end he didn't make as much money in that movie as they should have. Well, let, let me let me ask you this though. So if it's almost like if you support the film you will, uh, you support rape, which is kind of always happens in this true. country. No, but it, some people it is <clears throat> it is that cut and dry for some reason. I mean, just like with the Black Lives Matter thing, it's like automatically you're against something else. No, you're just for something. So I mean like with everything that's been going on, all the, the innocent people that have been slain and all the stuff that's been going on, something like this comes out to try and tell our story that always gets suppressed. I mean, like my wife, I know we, we laugh at Monet a lot about st- stuff that she knows, but she had no idea what this story was about before I told her. And I think, the school and, system and, and honestly, I think that probably has as much to do with it as the whole rape sabotage angle. I think that not enough of our people, whether it's because of the school systems that they've come from, so the education system that exists in America, mm-hmm. or whether it's just from a lack of wanting to understand African-American or black American history, mm-hmm. I think not enough people <clears throat> knew what, that's, what, this, what the story of Nat Turner was oh, and wow. what it actually represents. And even to your point, Devin, how it ties to why it's relevant that that movie came out in today's time. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a, and, 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 and there is a Bible verse, not to, not to preach, but there's a Bible verse that says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so I think that as much as, you know, there was an attempt to sabotage the campaign of the film because of the rape allegations that were tied to it. I think specifically for black Americans, there was just simply an ignorance to the story of Nat Turner. And I think that if there had been more of us that were actually aware or had been exposed to or educated to his story, then there would have been a greater interest in the making of the film and the mm-hmm. fact that the film was there. And that's that's I disagree. Uh, no, well, I was going to say I agree with with, with Kenyon because that's what I was going to say. The lack of of the history of blacks and, and our upcoming in school nowadays, they don't teach it. Like even in February, I remember growing up and 
Black History Month was like a big thing. Like you had so many projects that you had to do in that yeah. month. Now it's like I'm looking at, at at my kids' stuff and they don't even talk about it's it. The same three, the big three. Yeah, you know, and and, and like you said, the the lack of knowledge on 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 Nat Turner and the the people that's out there now, they're not pushing their kids to that. Right. So, so then it doesn't. So the fact that that movie is made, it doesn't resonate with nope. them in the same but way. I, but they they the, like Halloween. And Halloween is in this month. Well, that's and Medea, easy. That's good stuff. You know? The part I disagree with is not the fact that they don't teach these things in school. I was lucky. I had two parents who taught me where I came from. I've never had that issue. So that wasn't in your schooling? Like you didn't learn about that? I'm just asking because they, I, don't I, I got that I, in school. I don't remember Nat Turner being discussed, but that's because... I remember that. Not because, because, but, it was. but that's because half the stuff my history teacher talked about, I already was taught at home. Right. So I, like the stuff... So it wasn't a light bulb because yes, you Yes, no, knew about because so I knew my history. Right. But I disagree with the fact that people weren't ready for this movie because when this movie was first talked about, there was an excitement in the black community about this movie. Pumped. That... Disenfran- that disengagement that happened was because of the successful campaign against him whether it was warranted or not mm-hmm. it was successful because there was huge they, people were waiting for this movie and then by the time it came out it was, it was when, when I walked out the movie to, um, after watching it and I'm waiting for a friend of mine who was in the bathroom and I, these two church ladies were sitting there talking about how they went against the other people in their church because they talked about it in their church. Mm. And, Did you wow. like the movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, what I would say, and 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 I mean, if if that is the case, and obviously these are these are just the vacuum opinions that 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 we're creating, and and it's our perspective. But if that is the case, that um, we as Black Americans did not turn out to see this film because of an agenda a proper a propaganda filled agenda to uh to stymie the success of this film if if that was the reason why we did not see this film then shame on us right that's why I asked and that's the question. and that's yeah. and that and and that if if that is to be believed if that is to be the case then shame on us for doing it because there are there are there is there's there's history in that film. There are also principles in that film that are very timely. It was a very prescient film that if we missed out on that because of an agenda that was pushed by by people that just and 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 it, and it should make you question. And that's and, and for me and, and, and Omar talked about it like, you know, there's a campaign. There was a campaign against and I get the awards thing like, you know, Malcolm X. And we don't want to acknowledge the work of Denzel Washington or Hurricane. But this is just, it's just about this film coming out. Yeah. And if there is a, was an agenda that came out about this film to suppress the energy around the film, we should be asking ourselves, why did that happen? Mm-hmm. That's what, the bigger question. What, what yeah. was so powerful or so significant about the film that there was a need, that they felt a need to push against it, to create opposition against yeah. it? Yeah. That should be the question that we should be asking. And I'll, and I'll give the answer, and then we can move on. And the answer is, they don't want us to be awoke. And no, they don't. If you, if they you don't, don't want us to be because, I, because you cannot watch that, you cannot watch that film 
and be compelled mm -hmm. to say we have the ability, we as black Americans, and I apologize for, for being on, at, on this level, but we as black Americans have the power to change our situation in America today. Mm -hmm. hmm. Tabernacle. Hmm. Breach. <laughs> uh, I will say this and, I, and I'm done with it. If I understand why some women are uncomfortable with watching the movie because how they feel about things with when it comes to rape culture and things like that. If you don't want to watch it, go watch a movie called Sankofa. It's spelled S-A-N-K-O-F-A. -A. And that is just as poignant, and it was made 25, 30 years ago. So if you don't want to watch Birth of a Nation, go watch Sankofa. And we're done. And on that note, we'll bring it back to... Uh to football, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I really do. I, I, I appreciate that because I think I, I think it's healthy that, you know, we got five black men that could sit in and we could have that sort of a discussion. And I think it's 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 a it's a valid question to ask. And, and it's it's really sad that the question has to be asked. But yeah. uh, coming back to football. So <laughs> we're going to conclude our uh, NFL International Series preview. Uh, the first game. Uh, was the Indianapolis Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars at Wembley Stadium. Then last Sunday, we saw the New York Giants <laughs> uh, beat down the Los Angeles Rams. And hopefully some of you were able to join us on, on Facebook Live until, until you weren't. Until, yeah. <laughs> until you weren't able to join us. The NFL told us no. <laughs> <laughs> they said no more live streaming NFL games. And so we don't care. This <laughs> Sunday, it's the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Washington Redskins. Um, and hopefully we, no duds. <laughs> we've, hopefully we've uh we've covered these two teams first we started out by describing uh our identifying in our opinions the three most significant players in the front and the franchises uh the skins and the Bengals. players like geno atkins <laughs> on that trash team. Uh, Ken mm. Anderson, Anthony Munoz, the great Anthony Munoz. And then for the skins, we talked about Art Bonk, Sammy Boss, Sonny Jurgensen. And then we moved on to talk about words to describe the history of these franchises. <laughs> and there were words Tra like... Trash being the most poignant. Uh, <laughs> without fan. saying trash, but trash was definitely the one for Cinnamon. the Bengals. Uh, stepchild. Uh, and then for the Washington Redskins, words like colonialism, <laughs> uh, quantum... <laughs> um, and then the word last or Dursil. Um and so <laughs> that, that was a giant. I don't think that's that a, word <laughs> used. But I will say this: I do have the home team winning. Of course, that's actually funny. That was a good job. And so today we want to we want to conclude with the discussion about the the coaching history of these two franchises. And, uh, and I just want to put something out there for the guys, and, 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 and we'll start the discussion. So since 1990, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals are actually the second most patient franchise with their head coaches. Mm. In their 48-year history, they've only had nine head coaches. Uh, whereas the Washington Redskins have been the fourth least patient franchise. Uh, they've had 28 coaches... Um, in their uh, 80, I think 82 year run, um, they average a new head coach, uh, one, one new head coach every three years. And so the question I, I, I want to put to you guys is which approach, from a fan's perspective, which approach is, is the best approach, right? Do you want to be a fan or a part of a franchise where... There's no patience. You know, hey, you got a losing season, a couple of losing seasons, you're out. Even though we know 
especially as football fans, that there oftentimes are a lot of circumstances that may be beyond your control as a coach that dictates whether you win or lose. Or do you like the patient, you know, steady approach of, say, the Cincinnati Bengals where, you know, we're going to give you a rope to hang yourself or not hang yourself, give you some time to establish a culture and then go from there. Um, and and we, we talked a little bit about this before before the show. And the guys in general, they <laughs> they have varied opinions. They, they kind of go both ways. I actually took a, a position where I said, you know, I think you want to be a part of the patient franchise. Because if we look at the Redskins, right, the Redskins, they've had three Super Bowl wins. Okay. Before they got their first Super Bowl win, there was a 50-year void. Mm-hmm. And then they rattled off three with Joe Gibbs, who Joe Gibbs, by the way, happened to be their longest tenured coach. The most the success- first time or the second time? The, f- <laughs> the first time. The first time. <laughs> the first time he had an 11-year run, and then he came back for, I think, another... One year? Four years. The sequel no, was four years. Good. Was it the sequel was four years. Yeah, okay. 04 07. Who was it that came for one year? Wasn't that... Um, there was some guy Sh- that we've no, never Schottenheimer. heard. No, Schottenheimer. Yeah. Schottenheimer, but then oh, yeah. it was also another coach, like, years ago. Like, but the, the point is, is that their longest tenure coach had the most success. In fact... Their three longest tenured coaches have been the most successful coaches in their franchise. Ray Flirty, he did six mm-hmm. years, had a winning percentage of 70%. Um, then we had a George Allen, who did six yeah. years, had a 60 percentage winning percent. And then Joe Gibbs, 67%, right? And then you look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, they don't have any Super Bowl wins in their franchise. They've been around for 48 years, about half, almost half the time of the Redskins. But you look in the last 20 years, and they have been more successful, particularly the coach that's been there the bulk of the 20 years is Marvin Lewis. They've been more successful than the Redskins have been in the last 20 years. And so, in my opinion, I feel like because there are extenuating circumstances that may be beyond a coach's control, maybe at the time that you're hired, the players that are there are players from a different era. Have they and been more not- successful? In the last in the last 20, 20 years, last yes, years, they have. Yeah. We're talking about 25, yeah. though. In the last in the in the last 20 years, okay. they've been more successful. Like, there's no question. And so, but when you come into a job, you know, there are players there that maybe they're not necessarily your players. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the general manager is not good in terms, or the personnel, or the scouting team is not good in terms of that. We know that a quarterback is important. Maybe you don't have the right quarterback. So you, as a head coach, you need time to get the players. Maybe if you're tied to a specific system, the players that are there may be good players, but they don't fit your system. So in my opinion, I feel like you you do need time. And as a fan, I would appreciate if a coach really had time to do their thing before you just say, hey, it's been two years, you haven't won anything, and we get you out of there. I'll start with you, Devin. What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your take on it? <laughs> My take was I was uh, inconclusive on picking one because okay. if we're talking about from the '90s. Um, if you look at if you look at success as, as winning, right? They have the same amount of playoff appearances, exact but, same. Yeah, seven. eight, eight, and eight, eight, and eight. Yep, different records, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the overall wins in that, they're fairly close. I mean, somebody m- might be able to talk about that. Um, but their their winning percentages are fairly close. One hundred fifty four so, wins to one sixty two. Um, okay, uh, 
so when you talk about patience versus versus impatient, so when you talk about giving someone a chance, like the Bengals have, right? Right. And they have Marv has been there. We've talked about this like three times. Like yeah. how many, like what does he have on the, on ownership? <laughs> how many, you know, uh, rabbit foots does he have in his back pocket? Like why is he still there? Mm-hmm. Talk about patience, right? That's them. They haven't won. So then you talk about impatience. The Redskins have moved and changed coaches. The only coach that has any sort of winning or uh, success has been Gibbs. Two separate occasions. Mm-hmm. So you talk about being impatient, but the same motherfucker is the one that got you your success. Five and two the first time. The second time, one and two. They only have, what, uh, seven wins in, the, in the, those eight appearances in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So one guy got you six of them? Mm-hmm. So then why wouldn't you... talking you, about in the 90s, right? Yeah. No, I'm talking about from the, the time span we were talking about from yeah, 90s. The now. playoff wins is one of Yeah, okay. playoff wins. So, I mean, like, when you talk about patience versus impatience, like, those... That point kind of like fights against itself mm-hmm. because they move on, but the same guy is the only one that got them success two separate times. Which is why it's it's weird because obviously the Bengals have had more success during the regular Recently, season. Yeah. But they have zero playoff wins. Okay. One zero. since 90. One since one 90. Since 90. Yeah. Okay. And that was... Under Who's Sam Weiss. Sam Weiss. Um, Who was there, what, seven years, eight years? Yeah, I but think. he ended, I think his last year was 91, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, really, I, that's why I didn't even count that, because it was like, he was there from the <laughs> 80s. From from 92 on, I believe, mm-hmm. it was, it was what, three different coaches? I think it was Dave Shula who won. Bruce, uh, Dave Shula, Bruce Coslett. Yeah. Dick and, LeBeau. And Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau, who... <laughs> And then, um, and then Mr. Marvin. Right. So, be- from '92 on, they didn't have a playoff victory at all. Okay. At oh, least seven. the Redskins had victories in the playoffs. So, so what I'm hearing, and and let's let's jump in on this. What I'm hearing is that playoff wins as a fan, because I mean, if we're like we're looking at Marvin Lewis, he had he's been there 13 years. He had. Three seasons under five hundred, right? Only his, three. Only three. His third. His third season in Cincinnati, he went eleven and five, and then in, for the last five years, he's been five straight over five hundred. Now they don't have any playoff wins, but at least there is a there is a culture now of winning. Versus, you're talking about the Redskins, where you know there's there's some ups, there's some downs, there's one play or a few playoff wins. Like, I, I don't, I mean, wouldn't you appreciate the fact that, hey, we know that we're going to have a chance because there is this culture of winning versus we don't know what we're going to get. And then, okay, he fires the head coach and now there's a new coach in there and we don't know what to expect at this point. This is the thing to me. When, you, when you're talking about Marvin Lewis, we all know they didn't have the greatest history. Right. right. He got there. They started to win. Like you said, they've only had three losing seasons. Mm-hmm. So he did build a culture. It's winning when you're comparing it to other Cincinnati Bengals coaches because they're not winning in the playoffs, but they never really have, except for 81 and 84 when they they went to the Super Bowl. So longevity is a good thing, but I, I went a little further. I went outside of just Washington and Cincinnati, and I looked at all of the coaches who have ever won a Super Bowl title. There's 32 of them. 
And this is what came up to me. There has only been, since the beginning of the Super Bowl, there has only been five coaches who stayed with their team, who did not win a Super Bowl in their first five years of coaching. That should tell you something. Mm -hmm. Tom Landry took 12 years. Chuck Knoll, six. John Madden, nine. Bill Cowher, 14 years. So you said since the Super Bowl era, there have only been five coaches who didn't win within their first five years? Win within their first five years. So to me... You can know if you have a good coach in the first couple years. If you're improving, you're improving, you're building yourself up to something, you mm-hmm. see that. But you, are, you also see that if it doesn't happen in the first five years, it's most likely not going to happen. Just looking at the past. So I'm with, the, I'm with longevity if it's building to something. But if you see that you are a horrible coach, just, let's, let's use my re- Dennis Allen. Knew mm-hmm. he was a horrible coach. Mm-hmm. Get him out of there. He didn't, he didn't need four years, five years. Mm-hmm. Right. Get him out of there before then. If you notice that, if you notice who's good and who isn't as a fan, then <clears throat> I don't need longevity. Because I don't want a bad culture for eight years. But what if, I mean, but like, for example, like free agency, like you talk about that. But what the impact of free agency, the fact that, you know, players can pick and choose. What if what if I've been with a franchise for four years and it's been terrible and I don't care what coach comes in? I'm looking forward to the day when I can move somewhere else. Now you got to start all over again because and, and to use the Dennis Allen example, who was the quarterback during the time that Dennis Allen was there? Everybody. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> you know what? Mr. From Lean. a fan perspective, mm-hmm. and this is my personal opinion, but from a fan perspective, I don't care who's the coach. I want to win. And I don't care about regular season because when everybody who made the playoffs and my team didn't make the playoffs, I'm pissed off. And if my team makes the playoff and we lose every time, I'm pissed off. I don't care who's the coach. I don't care about the culture. I want to win. So I, it does to me, as a, that's why when we was talking about the Giants and um, what's his name from the Jaguars? Coughlin. Uh, Coughlin. Um, like people were talking, y- y'all were talking about how he pisses people off because it was up and down. He won Super Bowls, so I'm gonna take that because I've been a Bears fan for too long without winning. Right. I remember the feeling of getting to the Super Bowl. That's the best feeling in the world. I remember winning playoff games. That's a better feeling than winning a lot of seat regular season games. I'm a, I don't care who's the coach. I don't care about that. I don't care about free agents. I want to win. So if the free if 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 the team we got gets to the playoffs and we win games, I'll take that over getting to the playoffs and never winning. Coach Joe, from a coach's perspective, which I mean, I would think that you'd appreciate a more patient owner or a more patient ownership. But even you said that you had some <laughs> trouble. Yeah, I, I was I was torn, uh, and and part of it is because. You got to understand, like, when, you, when you're coaching a team, you're the CEO, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, you, you're either inher- inheriting something good right, or you're inheriting something bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to evaluate players. You got to evaluate coaches, mm-hmm. you know. You got to deal with nowadays the salary cap. And like Omar was talking about, you know. People and, and you also said people coming and going, wanting to be a part of something and being, look, I've been a part of this horrible team for six years. I'm out of here. Yeah. My contract is up next year. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, and as a coach that comes in, who do you know if, 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 if he's going to be good or not? 
You know, when when you look at it, it's is is rarely that many. It's probably about three, maybe four, good head coaches that's that's been in the league for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, you're getting OCs and DCs that's trying to become head coaches. So mm-hmm. it's like a flip of a coin, mm-hmm. heads or tails. You even gonna they even gonna do well, or they're gonna suck like they you know they were. And and you got some OCs that are great OCs, but a Horrible, horrible head, head coaches. coaches. Yes. <laughs> Mark Tressman. If you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> he's, a horrible, he's a horrible OC too. <laughs> so it, 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 it's, it's kind it's kind of tough. It's kind of like, you know, you, you got to look back and say, what type of CEO, what type of owner do I have? Mm-hmm. You know, is he a puppet owner? Jerry. You know, or is he that owner that, you know, has laid back? So as a fan, it's like, when did you come... When did you become a fan of the team that you like? And it's, pers- you- it's perspective. Yeah. Because, like, you can take Dan Snyder, who, you know, he... He's he, now the owner. He's been the owner of Redskins for some time. Keep going. He got a loan from his father to start his business with his sister. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless if he got his loan, he's he turned it into a billion-dollar business. Mm-hmm. So he he took what he had from the ground up, and they built on it. Mm-hmm. So he's been hands on, but in the NFL is different, right? If you're not, you haven't been a college coach, a high school coach, a, a NFL coordinator. You don't know these things. You're not a talent evaluator, and you come on, and then you want to like, like, ironically, he, um, the only reason why he got Joe Gibbs to come back. <laughs> Was because he promised not to meddle in football affairs because they knew he didn't know what he was doing. There's literally yeah. been one owner that has been successful with that shit, and that was for a short stretch. They were hella successful. Yeah. but and, and that goes into knowing who's available. And I, I feel like the GM should should also be on short leashes, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and they're not. Well, well nah, lately, mm. lately they have. A lot of GMs are getting fired. They're going out with the door with coaches. <laughs> but to, to piggyback on something you said a couple moments ago about uh, OCs and DCs, Marvin, that's where Marvin got his start. Right. He was a uh, defensive coordinator for the Ravens, right. one of the best defenses of all time. They got He got that job, and, you know, they had to give him some time because they were trash, yeah. right? He built it up, but... Like if you, he did build a culture, a winning culture, but a weird culture. We talk about the bungles. I mean, all the mm-hmm. arrests that have happened on Marv's watch. Mm-hmm. And I think Marv's a good coach, but at some point the Nine message gets stale. Nine different players. Nine right. different players. Um, now, last year, the way that they lost that playoff game, that that's coaching. Is that well, not? I mean, Hill fumbled it away. I mean, I'm not saying it well, wasn't perfect. Pac-Man, all that shit at the end. Both of them guys losing their shit. Costly penalties. Well, I don't. I wouldn't you know say what? that's coaching. Fuck Pac-Man. You know what? Would, that's my guy. Listen, I wouldn't say that's coaching. You don't think so? No, I, I think that's personality. I, I, I think that's you know because those two type of guys are hotheads. They always right. been hotheads. Right. Mm-hmm. So okay. that don't go. That doesn't fall in the. You know, as a coach, you try your best to contain that hothead. Phil Jackson. You know, but it it just happened, and the sad part is they still doing it. But see, here's the thing: like I'm, I, what I was saying earlier was in perspective of these two organizations. Mm-hmm. So my deci- my answer would be different if we were talking about different organizations. If we were talking about Rooney Mara, my answer is different because well, Rooney he, Rooney doesn't uh, 
Doesn't own uh, anything. Not Roni. Uh, <laughs> she's an actress. <laughs> hey. Hey, Roni. Got him. How you doing, Roni? Hey. She got, uh, she got the richest name. But. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Mr. Rooney. Mr. Rooney. <laughs> Mr. Rooney. Mr. Rooney. Who? How long was Cower there? You can go farther than that. And I they, mean, they have that, the least amount. And I think, and I think that's, but, and I think that, and that. But they and, make the right decision yeah, from that's jump. My, that's my yeah. point. That's what I'm trying to talk about. It's it's the decision making of certain organizations. I would trust. Uh, like we used to argue about Lovey Smith. After nine years, they fired him. He was ten and six. The organization knew he was not going to win. The so big one. The big they, one. They can't yeah. get, so it's they time to move I like Lovey. I did I think too. he's a great starter, but, but he's time, not going to finish it. It was time Ooh. to move on. But that's on. like Marvin. But yeah. the thing, he can't get right. over the hump. time to move on with Marvin. I think, but uh, man, they're that's, not going to get rid of Marvin. Marvin. And then that they can't because it goes back. It goes back. No, it goes back to who's available. That's what it goes back Sometimes to. Sometimes you got to take the risk. I, do you yeah, take Joe the risk? Torres is Listen, available. I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you take the risk of getting the OC DC from college? Hugh Jackson, you know, was and and flip it, Hugh Jackson was flip available. the coin, or do you just stick with what you know? What would he do? But with I mean, the poo and I, I, so right. I, I think I think that that plays a part in it. To the, and I don't want to I don't want to go down the Chicago Bears. You road. know who they? I'm sorry, Kenyon. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Yep. They they it's not but Marv in my opinion. <laughs> right. Okay. It's Hiring a scout, a new scout agent, like a, like, some a, like your scouting department, your yeah, person, your personal department, and that's what I was getting ready to say about the Bears. Like the thing with Lovey's, who was Lovey's quarterback? Sexy Rexy. I like Rex Grossman. Sexy Rexy got really to the good. Super Bowl. Yeah. I like well, he didn't get to the though. Super Bowl, man. That, hey, hey, that defense was transcendent. He did not <laughs> get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, and, uh, and above that, I'm sorry. The special teams was even more transcendent. Exactly. If you yeah. know, listen, my thing is is that but fuck Devin. if I can sit here, <laughs> not you, not I, didn't, I didn't work. Listen, That's I true. didn't listen. I didn't. I, I've, I've not worked in the NFL, but I know you need a quarterback to win, like to have any shot. So if there's a coach out there that's consistently getting eight. Nine, ten wins. There's some no playoff appearance with no quarterback. With a great defense. I with don't a know. great. I mean, well, come on. We, we kind of did it, we kinda the did it in 2000. And the we, Baltimore Ravens yeah, won without yeah. a quarterback. So it can be That's done. It can be done. And I think. But the quarterback yeah, that you have look, I think part of the problem is. Has organizations get into these holes and they keep digging because they were successful once. Hmm. Thank you. Yes. Like acknowledge that it's an anomaly. Yes. yes. Because it yeah. is an anomaly, yeah. guys. It is. Like that's an and so and so as a fan, I would rather. I mean, listen. Looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, you can't convince me that Andy Dalton is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No. But do I want Andy Dalton? It or almost do, sounds like you have something against redheads. Or do or do <laughs> do I want Andy Dalton? I or do I want Brian Hoyer as my quarterback? You or do Andy I Dalton. want I want exactly because Christopher Robin? Because you know what? At least I got a chance to get to the playoffs, and anything can happen in the playoffs. Yeah, but, but we're they're, talk- get, they're getting to the playoffs. Yeah, that's, 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 that's not. That's well, not. That's my, they might okay. as well pack. They're showing seven in the playoffs. Well, my, well, my point. But, but my, they're getting there, right? But my point is, is that if they had, let's say, after okay. Marvin Harris, I mean Marvin Lewis. Huh. He went eight and eight. He went, <laughs> listen, <laughs> stay with me. Freudian okay. slip. He went. He went, he went oh yeah, we, we have to acknowledge he went that. Eight and eight. He went eight and eight his first year. He went eight and eight his second year. He went eleven and five. Then he went back to eight and eight. Then he went to seven and nine. Okay, and then after that he went four and eleven with a tie. So if they had let him go at four and eleven with a tie, you wouldn't have these. 
six out of the last seven years where they've been over 500, where how, they've averaged 10 wins. How do you wins. know that? Yeah. And how do you know they don't win more playoff games if they do switch coach? We because don't know if that. you because if you because you know if you switch a coach, maybe I don't want that quarterback. If you switch a coach, that probably means there's a GM change. Like and there's all of this changes. turnover. There's this all there's all of this turnover. But as of but right it goes now, back to who was available at that time. But no, but sitting not, sitting here right now, you're still sitting at zero playoff wins. Zero. Yeah. So if I coach them, zero. he has the same amount of playoff wins as I do. So that, job, to Les. say to exactly thank you. He's, on his, hey, but he's, he's been there the last five years. Right, probably going on six he's years. He's won this way year. more games than the Raiders have won. And I and I you'd understand feel, that you feel you feel a lot better. And that wouldn't be true if you. If you but it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that Hugh. I mean Hugh. Damn, Freudian slip. It doesn't necessarily mean that Marv is a bad coach. It's just time for him to move on from there. Right, they need to part ways. Why? If he, why? Why? Because it's not working. Ask the question. It's not working. It's not working. He can, no I answer answer that. can I answer that He's, question? Yes, go ahead. Because you don't play to not win playoffs. There's no NFL franchise in this game that does not want to win. And in 13 to years, win? on his 14th season right now, there. do you think he's going to win a playoff game this year? He might. At what? At, might what? Not make at a certain point, at a certain point, you have to say it's it's okay. But he's getting there. He's Thank getting you. there. The last five. Okay, when was the last time the Bears made the, the playoffs? Two thousand ten, I believe. Okay. So would you rather? So, been so would you rather not? Year. So would you rather not have a shot? As, as in the Bears' position, would you rather not have a shot because you haven't been to the playoffs in 2010, or for the last five, six years, you're at least getting to the dance? I would take my 085, and I would take my 06. But that's not the question oh, no, he no, asked. That's no, not what he asked. I'm going to answer the question how okay, I feel like I need shit. to answer the question. I'll take my 05 and my 06 and the playoff games we had, playoff victories we had in between over anything the Bengals have. So anything. That's not what, what he point, asked you. At what point do you, so, what yes, point do you let him go? I will take the Bears. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Okay. I answered it the way I wanted to answer what, it, but at what yes, point I would do you take let, the Bears. At okay. what point do you let Marvin Lewis go, though? I mean, in 14 if, years. If he, goes, if he goes the next six years, giving him 20 years as a coach, and let's say he wins one playoff game this year and one in two years from now, are you guys happy with that? Would you right. be happy okay. with that? So, 20 so, years. So with me, if I'm if I'm the, 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 the owner, right, mm-hmm. and he's, he's doing a great job as far as getting there, Okay, as far as far as being over five hundred, as far as packing the, the the stadium, as far as selling my product, okay, he's doing that job. Because if it was zero and ten, I mean zero and sixteen, uh, five and 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 eleven and eleven, I got you. Okay, job. two hey. and fourteen, and I'm yes. not selling anything. He has to go. You understand? This is a business at the end of the day. The NFL is a business, a big business. So the NFL is going to make money no matter what. No, yeah, the angles aren't though. The, the, exactly. So so what I would do. Is when he does hit that low streak where he's he's three and, and thirteen, okay, or he's he's six and ten, which may happen and, this year. I think they may go like six yeah, and ten, they, seven and nine. Feels that, right. Yep. And and this is the key. And there's an up and coming maybe college head coach or a OC or DC that's hot. That's that's how many young money? coaches are in the league right now that are good. How many young? Yes, I, I don't know. How many? No, what, well, yes, do. we do. Who's Who? have one or two years underneath them that are, are showing showing progress? Uh, everybody on the Patriots, <laughs> particularly the, yeah. the offensive coordinator, <laughs> yeah. Josh McDaniels, the defensive uh, coordinator, Jim, right there. Jim Bob coordinator like for uh, yeah. Seattle. Uh-huh. But he yeah. said, but no, he no, said, no, let's talk about the young coaches. Uh, Adam Gase is a young coach. He's got a job. Um, yeah. uh, who's who's in charge of uh, Tampa Bay? 
Derek Cutter, he's Derek not Cutter. young yeah. by any stretch. He's but it's his first head coach. But it's his first yeah. head coaching but job. There are always young, good coaches There's in the always league. Up but you have to take the chance to go. I don't care what you say. I And this is personal. So Because that's what we're all talking about. It's personal opinion. My personal opinion is I am, I am, I am okay with, perspective-wise, I'm okay with the slow roll, letting somebody right. get their chance to build right. it. But right. if you have perspective as a, the owner, as the leader, you should be able to look down and see if there is progress being made, regardless and, of and bad thing, luck. Like, and if there is only the same thing happening where we get to this and we can't get past this, it's time to go somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. If you ask yeah. me the same thing about the Raiders, mm-hmm. would I take the Bengals last five years over the Raiders last five years? Of course I'm going to take the Bengals last five years. They've been winning, going to the playoffs, and losing in the playoffs. Now, at some point as a fan, I'm going to realize it's not good I'm enough. tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I want to yeah. win something. Yeah. And to me, I think that should have happened already right. with Cincinnati. So I, I wanted to ask yeah, you like, Look at y'all with the Lakers. What yeah. about the greatest yeah. organization? Yeah. Are y'all sports super history? happy they won one game. What What about the greatest sports organization in history? Back to your point. No, let's go there. No, we not. Because what's your basketball team, Devin? I have none. I know. All right. So anyway, so you talk about patience. <laughs> when you talked about, I mean, he brought it up. You talking about uh, the Rooney's, right? Coward didn't win his super first Super Bowl to win. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Right. But they had success. They went to a previous Super Bowl and. Um, Neil O'Donnell threw that away. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> oh, they had twice. playoff success. They they won there. Like there was there was a there was a reason to keep him around and, and, to let exactly. that marinate. And that's, and that's there a has difference. been no show and prove. Agreed. That's the difference. With, with Cowher, they were winning. They were winning playoff games, going to a Super Bowl. You you looked at them and you were like, This is a good team. There they can win it this year. There. You at knew what, there was options. At what point have you said Cincinnati can win it this year? A couple uh what, the year before last? And then uh, the closest thing, the, the, the closest thing was last year. Well, the Carson Palmer year where he, it was where like two he got years his, Car- the Steelers, he the Steelers took his knee out. Took his yeah, knee yeah. out. That, was was going, that was the year. That was the year they were going to beat the Steelers. That they year, was going to beat the Steelers. That was the year. That year. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it right there. I think it's it's a, it's a good conversation to have. Um, I'm sure that fans all across the country, all across the world, even if you're an NFL fan or any fan of any sport, I think that's a question you have to ask yourself: is is how much is too much? Mm-hmm. Loyalty to the wrong person can kill a franchise. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean that, but that could be a loyalty to the <laughs> quarterback. Says, says, yeah. the Laker, says the Laker fan. Says, says the, the Laker fan. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. Don't go Let's there. talk about it. Nah, no, I'm just saying. Nah. You mean nah. five-time champion? Kobe I thought Price? you were. I thought you were going the Bears route with Jay Cutler <laughs> because he's been. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the you know. Nah, you mean I, I, five-time nah, champion? Come on, Jack Laker. I mean one of the greatest players of all time. I know. Okay, so but hold on, hold on. I think I think we would be remiss if we didn't notice a wardrobe. Change here. We kind of went uh, 50 you. minutes without mentioning it. So uh, he kind of glossed over that. So. Is he supposed yeah. to do something to like a fight song? No, that's, 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 that's his next, next line. That's the next one. Okay. Next next line. Line. I'm just Keep saying. So yeah. what uh, we got to say? No, I got to do nothing. What do you UCLA dunce hat on? What are you sporting, sir? Hmm? What do you see a layout of BC? If you got a little <laughs> 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 UCLA out of BC, out of BC you didn't watch us. <laughs> <laughs> out of BC. So to continue continue yes. the conversation, we've got the Washington Redskins. He's going to be mad as shit when he out of BC. We got the Washington Redskins and the Cincinnati Bengals uh, this Sunday, uh, Wembley Stadium. 
Uh, the Skins are four and three. The Bengals are four and f- are three and four. Uh, uh, <laughs> Washington Redskins last week, last minute drive by Detroit to get them to win. Uh, Norman's concussed. Jordan Reed's concussed. So we don't know if they're going to play. Trent Williams is scheduled with it uh, has a has a knee issue, and then Matt Jones has a disease called fumbleitis. <laughs> Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are three and four, and all you need to know about the Bengals is they're three and zero against teams that are sub five hundred, and they are zero and four against teams that are over five hundred. So using that logic, the Redskins should win, but we know it's not always worked out to be that way. The Cincinnati Bengals are averaging about seventeen points a game. I've always felt like they're going to have trouble scoring. Devin is the lone ranger in this one because he actually did pick. The Redskins to win. Devin, talk to us about yes how Woo! that's going to happen. All right, was that so, your how? Yeah, it was kind of half hearted. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck this. Let's be all ones as you yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah. So the the skins with all their faults, their their uh, their offense has been fairly solid. Um, the Bengals actually have had a hard time uh, against the run this year, even though your boy got fumbleitis. He definitely got that fumbleitis. They they may they may stick to that. It's a, it's on a neutral site. I don't know who's actually home, Joe, <laughs> but it is a neutral a neutral site. The Bengals are home. Yes. Keep okay. Going. <laughs> they will be wearing. They be wearing their dark jerseys. Yeah, their dark jerseys. <laughs> so I I think Jeesh. I think to go along with. Them losing all four games to teams that have um, above 500. Yeah. I think that plays out. And the fact that I, I really need them to do me a solid oh, in our okay. division. I should have thought about it. I didn't think about that. That's <laughs> yeah. my fault. Okay. Because that's really what it is. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, thank <laughs> no, you. I mean, I, all those other things, too. Norman is concussed. <laughs> yeah. Reed is concussed. Yeah. Jones has fumbleitis. Yeah. And and, is, and he's most likely out with a knee injury. And you and you're still picking the Redskins. It's the Bengals. I, okay, they do all right in the in the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> not, not so well, far this year. Well, I had the Bengals, and uh, we know somebody had the Bengals. <laughs> the last three weeks. They've had four touchdowns. Um, well, the last three weeks, um, Brandon LaFell has had four touchdowns in uh, 14 catches. So you look for him to have a big game, is yes. what you're saying? Yes. Is that what Pete Prisco told you? Yes. <laughs> the second and game, your mama. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. The second game we're going to talk about is the New England Patriots at 6-1 mm-hmm. and one versus the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, 4-3. and three. This is part two. Uh, part one was uh, a sixteen zero thrashing that the Bills gave. I think this isn't a sequel, though. I uh, think this is yeah. a whole new I franchise. I think this is a whole new franchise. Tom Brady wasn't <laughs> in that reboot. first game. A, a reboot? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no Maguire, baby. There may not be any LaShawn McCoy. Correct. Um, because he has a, he's dealing with a hamstring. He sucked last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, Coach Joe, Pete Prisco, uh <laughs> He was a lone wolf on this one, and he took the bills. And let's just let's just sit back. Go ahead, give it up. Give it, give it up. <laughs> that sounds like out of BC. Wait, hold on. That was disturbing. <laughs> it is Halloween, isn't it? Eddie BC lives. Yes, I did go with the bills. <laughs> it's my favorite. And the reason why I did go with the bills. Let's listen. I want to hear this. One reason. One reason only. Oh, this is Uh-oh. it's getting better. Mm. They're the home team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll my dice. No, no, honestly, I I just think um, 
I think Sexy Rexy does a great job against uh, against Tom Brady. I agree with that. There is only one Sexy Rexy that has ever lived. His last name is Grossman. He does. He does. But there's so many injuries, though, man. There's a lot of injuries. He's just that competitor when it comes to them. It's like... The first time Brady didn't play, Gronk didn't play. How are they going to score without LaShawn McCoy? He hasn't been ruled out yet. Robert Woods is also questionable. That's that number one He hasn't been ruled out yet. I believe he plays. He will play. I, I, I believe, believe he's going to play, too. He, this game is snaps. a big game. You know what happens with the hamstring, Yeah. Okay. Let's, I believe Let's have plays. a real conversation here. You and, know what happens with the hamstring. And he's going to shoot it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jones. Tighten it up. <laughs> this, is a different team with, this is a different team with two tight ends. It's a totally different team. Did Martellus play last week? Because I didn't see him he, last week. Did he, he play last week? His, his, his catches are going down because of Gronk. Because of Gronk. But the attention is still there, But the pressure that they're going to bring on Tom Brady... I don't think he's seen. He never this is where the black back. unicorn shines yeah. because yeah. you bring the pressure. He's going he's left or he's going right or he's going up the middle. They got those are the only three places he can go. By the way, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he can go northwest. <laughs> he can go northwest. He can go northeast. Uh, and then the game of the week. It's the the yes. Sunday the Sunday night matchup. This is really interesting. Uh, skinny. Still on that, right? No, no. It's all just. It's, Huh? He's just skinny, right? Oh yeah, it's definitely just skinny on that. But he he's he's not with us. He's tending to business. But he he's the lone wolf. He, his Eagles. It's his Eagles at four and two. Have who listen? They have impressed the shit out of me. And yeah. particularly that game last week. They right. they thumped the five and zero Minnesota. Since he's not here, I give it up. Wins. <laughs> um, and they're going Omar's, against Omar's Cowboys. Yeah, they're going against Omar's I Cowboys. Cowboys <laughs> Omar's Cowboys at five and one. I the am Cowboys. a Dak Prescott fan. Cowboys are coming off of a bye. This is a battle for first place in the NFC East. Um, and uh, I mean, we all are on the Cowboys to win. Skinny took the Eagles. This is going to be an interesting game. I think again. Much like our conversation uh, when the Cowboys played Green Bay, this is about the Cowboys' offensive line mm-hmm. versus that defensive front of the Philadelphia Eagles, which yeah. is an impressive Which is front. very good. Yeah. Right. So what what I'd like to say about that is they, they've been very impressive with regards to pressure and passing, but not so much on the run. And what does Cowboys do? They run the ball, baby. They run the ball. So that's why I picked yeah. that. That's and, my and main Sometimes point. when you have a pass uh, rush front like that, uh-huh. They they don't defend the run very well. Yeah. Well, yeah. talk about the wide nine stance because they the the wide nine. Well, the Eagles are, has always done that. Yeah. They just love whiteboard whiteboard wide, wide, wide nine. Well, particularly it's it. a, yeah no it's they, a Jim it's a Jim Schwartz thing. Yeah. Jim Schwartz has always done it and he's defensive coordinator. But they're, they, the they gaps, did that before in the they, early they, years. They've done it the they years did, before. They did it. With, he he came in with um what's his name who's the chief head coach right. Andy Reid was Andy Reid, yeah. yeah. They, they did yeah. it. They did it but I remember when he started Bowl. with with Andy Reid with Reed. Jason so, Babbin on now. Yeah, 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 even Jason before Babbin. then, even yeah, before they've then, always had that, that, that tilt, that that four 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 point stance tilt. They just they're trying to really keep everything contained inside. Right. They, right. If you're gonna run, so you're not gonna your get ends yeah. are, your ends are wide, shooting upfield. Mm-hmm. The gaps are a little bit wider, but it's because they're trying to contain it and funnel and it to the middle of the field. And your linebackers and the linebackers eat, which they're really not that good of eating. <laughs> I don't know if that made sense. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> right? Right or wrong? No, you're right. Okay. The D line is beast, but not against the run, baby. Not yeah, against, not the, against run. the run. Okay. E- Ezekiel. And yeah. check out screens for that 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 game too. You know, they running back screens. Running or? back screens. Yeah. Mm. That's and Dak Prescott that's what has I completed seventy three percent of his <laughs> Here passes. Here we go. Because mm-hmm. that's just what he does. Hey, I, I, I call them the come up. <laughs> what, he, what he does? I, I call them the come up. 
Who's that? The Cowboys? The cow, the, both them. Um, Prescott and, and Zeke. Oh. That's the come up. That is the come up. Yeah, you're right. For, <laughs> for a coach's standpoint, that's, that's that is definitely come the come up. But Shit, the quarterback set. and a running back? But guess and what? I ain't even tried. But guess, <laughs> but guess what? Uh, Romo was taking snaps. <laughs> right. So about to fuck up the money. Okay. So, <laughs> so Dez, yeah, Dez is Dez is supposed to be back. Romo Dez is coming won. back. Scandrick's back. Scandrick's back. Rose mm. Romo did take some snaps in practice, but it is Dak still this week. So mm. yeah, th- it's, it's a good a, rookie QB matchup. Too. It's uh, it's a good yeah. It's it's, a, I, that's the game I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's the yeah, game yeah, of the week. I think yeah. I think without question, I mean, it's the game of the week. I'm excited. It was almost more exciting when I found out Eddie BC lives. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to off and, and on that note Just when he finds out Let's yeah. get the shots Let's get the shots no ready We haven't done fantasy Come We're on We're getting ready to do it I said let's get the Got shots ready Got that UCLA ready. hat on And you just forget about things, things. Mother- I'm fucking up all night You motherfuckers Last week Omar gave us Julio Jones uh, who had like I don't know 200 yards catching? Uh, who are your who are your fantasy recommendations this week, Omar? Listen, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he gets this right, it's the only time. Only I, time. I don't get a lot right. I'm getting this right. So I'm gonna give us a double up. Uh oh. Mm, sound like Kenyon. No. <laughs> <laughs> double up. It's fine. I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers nice. and Randall Cobb. I'm not going with Jordy because Trufant's going to be him on him. And I think Randall Cobb is going to eat. He has the most catches in the league in the last three weeks. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going with those two. Um, and my, Who's your uh, bear? My flex is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your bear? <laughs> my flex is. An ex bear, <laughs> Jacquez Rogers. Jacquez Rogers. That against, was that was Joe's recommendation. The Raiders D, who give up 128 yards rushing a week. All right, mm. Dad, mm. what you got? I got a uh, Thomas fucking Brady avenging the only loss they really had coming uh, out against the the Bills. Against the Bills, that'll be interesting. I have uh, Brandon Marshall versus the Browns. Okay. Okay. And uh, for my flex, I have Spencer Ware versus Indy. Spencer Ware. Okay, so to piggyback off of that, I like that Colts Indy game. I think Alex Smith has a big game. Oh I think my god! I like Alex Smith <laughs> on that secondary. Won't he do it? Uh, Christine Michael. All, like, all screens to wear. All in, screens to wear. A <laughs> uh, 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 fly to Macklin, One. and then Kelsey One. and Kel. Yeah, and Kelsey gets everything else. <laughs> uh, Christine Michael going against the Saints. They give mm. it up. Um, and then Mike Evans <laughs> going against those Ooh. Raiders. Jameis uh, only has one wide receiver to go to, yeah. and he's going to Mike Evans all day, every day. Sean Smith, get your track shoes on. Les? So I'm going with Carr and Cooper. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's not hey. And then I'm going bad. with uh, my flex it. is Todd Montgomery. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh wow! Well, all right, so here so we I'm go, not. Coach Joe with the obscure. Now he gave us Jack Quiz Rogers last week, and he Two had like 140 yards rushing. Um, so you and know he, and he's going against the the 29th ranked rush defense in the league. This yeah, week? yeah. Oh, so I'm what sorry. you what you got for us, Joe? So I'm I'm, I'm going to jump on your back. <laughs> oh, he did that on purpose. <laughs> I'm going to jump on your back and go with Alex Smith. He's only thrown two interceptions this whole oh year. Oh, my God. Okay. This is and, gross. And, <laughs> and then I'm going to go with uh, Devontae Adams. 
Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. 13 okay. Everybody catches, majority. 132 <laughs> and two touchdowns. That's racist. Yes. No. I'm going with him. I got okay. you. Because you, okay. had, you, had, uh, you had Ty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Had, we had uh, Ty. Cobb. We had Cobb. We had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Everybody majority. Everybody majority. So you realize Jordy's going off this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what so that means. Everybody don't listen to us. Right. Pick Jordy Nelson. And give me your flex. I've been right. I'm going to keep my right. Okay. So so we know this is we have six teams on by this week okay so vernon davis as your flex i told you he was going deep all right (laughs) we thank you for uh visiting with us on 32 kings road uh we will see you next week remember to follow us on social media everywhere at the league am.com in fact you can just google us put in Uh the league am or put in league ambassadors and you'll see us uh and we'll see you next week won't he won't he sherry hold on at bc lives (laughs) (laughs) and i already drunk my shot so it's all good with the sorry ass beers. Mm-hmm. Draft picks, baby. <laughs>